Good evening, good evening, good evening. Now, for the first time in a long, long time, I was tempted to go, Wuffy, Wuffy. Oh, I thought he was going to do it and finally win the British Speedway GP, but it almost seems destined to be out of his reach. Still, it was a good, no, great GP, arguably the best GP of the, of the year for my money. They needed to do it, of course, and they did. Now, in other news, in the Plymouth versus Berwick match, no Richie Worrell, no Steve Boxall, withdrawn for medical reasons, and then the SCB statement today. Only in Speedway. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Nicely timed, there. Yes. I'll, I'll do my best. It's only taken him 13 years. Yeah. yeah. Well done. It's, it's longer than 13. Been, but yeah, good God. Let's not, just get, no, let's not even go there. Um, so I think we might start with that British GP. Yeah. Then we might talk about a certain draw, but um, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. You was there, of course. Obviously, yeah. It was a, a really good day. Um, a lot was made, obviously, of, of what happened last year, and you know we, you can't hide away from the fact that last year was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Really, that they needed to make better, uh, and I think they did. They did a lot of work on the track. I believe it was new shale that they put down. Um, you know, I think the early signs were encouraging from the test event that they did last week. A lot mm. of the riders who did took part in that said that they were, you know, very very impressed with the track. Um, I think Martin Vasilik, obviously, who won the GP, said it was the uh, the best prepared track he's seen at Cardiff, and can't really disagree with that. Mm -hmm. To be fair, it really did, it really did hold up well, and uh, in a season where I think there's been not too much. You know, really to shout about in terms of excitement in the GPs. I think your your statement there about it being the best GP of the season probably isn't that far off, off the mark. Warsaw Warsaw was very good, mm -hmm. obviously, that the second round, but um, yeah, very very encouraging and uh, right from the heat one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, obviously, it was a super way for Ty Wolfenden to start with that oh, last first it? ride. Yeah, you just felt all the way. I just felt all the way through. I mean, I was on that third and fourth end, and mm. I, you just felt all the way through that he he had the pace to you know to. He looked fast, the front. didn't he? He um, looked fast. Yeah, and uh, whether he would have won it, I'm not so sure because I, I, I he didn't really hit that sort of height again. Obviously, he didn't win another race that night. Okay, he was leading the race that he mm -hmm. that he came off in. Um, although he wasn't, you know, obviously Bart Smiles, it wasn't hugely. It wasn't a long way behind him. Mm. You know, he was, he was obviously putting. Maybe that possibly contributed to it. Was um, just you know a little bit of. Schmarschlick was a lucky, lucky boy. You have to say. Oh yeah, without doubt. I mean, he, he you know he was he sort of muddled his way through into mm. the semi into the semi finals. But um, I would imagine when he won that semi final, I would imagine most people in the stadium thought, well, he's going to win it now. Mm. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have put it past him. He never ever. A bit like what people used to say about Ivan Major, you write Ivan off at your peril, mm. you write the Bartman off at your peril as well. You know, because he can, The Bartman, yeah. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> the, the nickname. So, um, but, I mean, he's, I mean, obviously he's got pretty much one hand on the trophy. Um, I think I mean, he's come away from it with his lead to increase increased, slightly. Yeah, which mean, looks <laughs> unlikely. You know, I, mean, Fred, I, I think uh, Freddie was obviously very frustrated to end up losing that, uh, losing that third place on the line to him. Mm -hmm. um, and that was probably... Red's last chance, I think, to sort of you know put a little bit of this doubt 
yeah. into yeah. people's minds about whether Smallsley will hold on to win it. I mean, Smallsley, as we've said, probably hasn't needed his best in the GPs, but he's done enough. You know, he hasn't he hasn't really needed to be. No, we don't know, obviously, whether Ty will be taking part in the next GP. There's mm-hmm. th- is it three? Two more there. Two Voines, more? There's yeah. Voines, obviously, in a couple of weeks' time, and then we all rise to can't, I mean, chances of him making the top six, is it? Yeah. Now? Very, very small. Um, that's going to be a big decision for somebody be, to yeah, make. It is. I mean, on, on the one hand, obviously, you've got his three world championships. Um, you know, he's he's been you know one of the one of the best, one of the most consistent rides in the series over the last few you know decade, if you like, since he won his first title in in twenty thirteen. But he hasn't won a GP for three years. He hasn't won, been close to winning a world championship for three years. And you've got Dan Bewley and possibly Robert Lambert who are in the mix as well. Mm. For so, are they going to want another British rider? I mean, he's, he's three he's, time world champion, yeah. three times world champion, but his record in recent seasons in the GP has not. Been great. Has he done enough in that G- British GP to make uh, might, think? Might have given him a bit of a state mm. of execution. I mean, mm. at the end of the day, you know what we got. I mean, I think it's fair to say Ty still divides a lot of opinion from a lot of people, but he's certainly box office, and I think you know certainly somebody that the, the SGP can can market itself against. Um, got to pick up one thing. Um, oh, first of all, obviously the other two British riders, Robert Lambert started off slowly, but he he was looking good, and I I thought you know. He looked like he might be with a good chance of, of winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, just you know, disappointing in the end, not to even get into the final. Um, Dan Bewley was disappointing, um, but I, I was a little bit disappointed really that you know he won two races and in both of those races didn't do a lap of honour. Mm, didn't like that. Right. No, that's, okay. I mean, to be fair, quite a few of the riders didn't do that, but I think in, in your home Grand Prix, really, Grand Prix, you, you yeah. should. Really, unless you've got an issue with your bike that you need to get sorted out, or you know you're in the next race, or anything like that. Fair enough, but I thought that was I was I was disappointed by that. To be honest, um, well, I mean, I, I didn't see that that, um, that because I didn't show you that. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I would have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, I must admit, because you want that's part of the sport. You want to acknowledge your heroes. Yeah. I yeah. think the biggest the biggest <clears throat> hero probably the night was Jack Holder. I mean, that was astonishing performance. Considering yes. He was, yeah. Absolutely. He, I was yeah, rooting was in, for him, but yeah. when Ty was out, I yeah, I thought you're absolutely right. It was astonishing. Yeah. Because um, you, you could see. I mean, you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't have seen the pictures of him in the pits, but you could see yeah, the yeah, pain. Yeah. You could see, you could see the, on the on the, on the screens in, right. the, in the stadium. You know, he he was clearly struggling with it but I guess it's one of those things when you're out on the track racing you don't feel it because of the adrenaline mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. that was a, a Herculean effort really to to get you know, a, lot, a lot of the older fans probably would, would say that was you know, a bit like Peter Collins finishing second in the 1977 final with a broken leg so or um, uh, what's his face Kenny Carter Kenny Carter winning yeah. it, bringing the British, British title with British, her yeah yeah uh, Brian says the sound is a bit on the low side I'll again. I'll just turn it up a little bit for okay. him. Or does he need to turn up his hearing I'll, aid? I'll, I'll, think, I'll think of somebody <laughs> sitting not too far from him that might be saying that uh, yeah. as, as, we, as, we, as we speak. So. I, I don't think I can turn it up anymore because it's blowing my uh, ears. Yeah. Oh, well, that don't matter. No, exactly, exactly. Sorry? So we've, we've, got, we've got a few, uh, and we will certainly return to that. Um, yeah. We've got a few uh, comments coming up on the uh, shout box. Um, the Plymouth... Which we should keep our eye on, by the way, the Plymouth versus Berwick match tonight. Um, so, good evening to everybody that's taken part on the chat box. We'll get round to some of your comments now. Uh, Simon wants to know, Matt, were Wolves poor, Leicester good, or 
Was it another theory that's kicking around allegedly? I have seen a few people suggesting that. Um, Do tell. I think we were poor. Right. What, Le- what, Leicester Road, well, well, I mean, we, well, as, as I've said in, in recent weeks, really, we've sort of pushed our luck a little bit at home over the last over the last sort of six weeks, really, if you like. Um, it's quite something that we haven't managed to lose a match in that period of time because some of the performances have been, you know, we've, it's something sort of like the equivalent of, of a Premier League team being... Mm-hmm. Two one down, and they score two on goal, two goals in the last sort of you know two minutes of injury time or something like that. Uh, we've had to dig it out of the fire, which is commendable. Um, but Leicester, Leicester, wrote well. I mean, Max Frick was outstanding. No, nobody was. I mean, there was a brilliant race. Any, anybody who hasn't seen Heat Fifteen last night, it, it's on. It's on YouTube now. Go and watch it. It was a phenomenal oh, race between Sam Masters and um, Max Frick. But Frick was astonishing. I think he, you know he was he wasn't going to be beaten all night. Mm. Um, but uh, so Leicester, Leicester I think, seemed to find the mojo. Yeah, bit, I think know. I think there was pressure on Leicester. They knew they had to get a result against a team that, of course, is already you know, guaranteed a, a mm-hmm. place in the final. Um, My understanding is if Leicester go to Peterborough on Thursday and get a point, so if they get the aggregate yeah. point. Um, well, I think the first leg, I think um, they won 57-33, the, the corresponding fixture. So Peterborough have chance. picked up in mm, fairness. So yeah. if, Pete, if, you know, if Leicester needed to win the meeting, they'd be, they'd be struggling, I think, mm. because Peterborough have been in, in great form recently, just a little bit too late, unfortunately. Um, but I think now that, that result among the last night has, has, you know, has probably now just pushed Leicester back into the into the box seat for getting mm-hmm. that last spot. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Disappointing, obviously, our last ever home meeting in, uh, in the league, and of course it's, uh, it tends to be in defeat, but there you go. But more speed to come. You could win the thing yet. There so. is still more speed to come, Who yeah. Who knows? Um, okay, so uh, more comments. The SCB have... So this is... Uh, uh, why we have to be careful, and this th- why there is such a thing as Chinese whispers. That, mm-hmm. So Craig, Craig Smee has said, and it, it's... It's a factually incorrect statement, so I will correct you, Craig. I, I know that he didn't mean it to be factually incorrect. So SCB just issued a statement saying one rider from each team in the Plymouth versus Berwick match have shown a negative alcohol drug sample and been suspended from the meeting. Um, actually, what they've shown, I don't think they've mentioned alcohol or drugs. Um, they've just said a non-negative. Well, I've got the statement in front of me, actually. So the SCB arranged for four riders to be okay. randomly alcohol and drug tested at the Plymouth v Berwick fixture on Tuesday, the 5th of September. Unfortunately, one rider from each team produced a non-negative result on their test and they were therefore excluded from the event. The samples will now be sent to the laboratory for further analysis. Both riders will have their SCB registrations suspended until the results are confirmed from the lab. OK, so uh, what's happened? Yeah, just one moment. Just, just oh, you're doing just trying a, again. Yeah, 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 we've got a bit of uh, trolling going on. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back to okay, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, do, 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 do. Tell me where we are, where we are. Uh, keep going, keep going. Okay. That's it, that'll do. Um, Richard Thomas wants to know was the, the crowd at Cardiff didn't look great. Um, there was all sorts of stories kicking around about the, the, that only sold 7,000 tickets or, or things like that. There, there was a lot yeah. more in there than 7,000. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a lot lower than it was. Okay. I think you know they've got a lot of sort of convincing to do to sort of give to persuade people to give it another chance and hopefully um saturdays will will convince more people to say i'll give it another go next year um i know that obviously a lot of people are complaining about the hotel prices but that's you can't really do much about that mm. they, they obviously will, will take advantage of that 
Um, I had a little check earlier about the hotel prices for next year's date, and they've all and they've already gone high. So whether they've had a tip off before the date was confirmed, right? We don't know. I mean, it is in holiday period as well. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, it is where it is. Just get yeah. yourself down there and get yourself back out. I guess. Yeah, it, may, it may well have been better to have sort of conge- congested all the supporters that were there into one into one area, sort of, so that it makes it look a bit. Look a bit bigger mm. rather than. It didn't look, to me. Like, it didn't look that bad. Mm. I mean, you know, I could see there were empty spaces here, mm. there, and everywhere, but it didn't look that bad. The middle tier looked quite, quite full, quite yeah, decent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, was the, what was the atmosphere like? It uh, sounded. It was good. It was good. I, it was good. I, I, I thought the build up to it was a, was disappointing compared to what we've had in the past. I mean, mm. I, I've been in there when they've had some great acts. To you know, when Susie Quattro was there about twenty years ago, that was that was that was brilliant. You know. Yeah. Um, Edwin Starr, I think, did the first one right. in 2001. Um, you had the Blues Brothers as well. You had people like that, Tony Hadley. So we've had they've had some great acts that have done the, the, the pre-meeting build-up. Um, but that, there was none of that. There hasn't been any of that for the last few years. But it mm. sort of just like went straight into the into the parade. There was not really any sort of build-up to anything like that, mm. which was a bit disappointing. Right. I thought the fireworks didn't last very long either at the end of the meeting which somebody didn't believe me when I said they don't open the roof of the fireworks <laughs> no, no, no. do you know what I, do you know what that's the f- I, I usually we usually sit on the um, in the middle of the last bend but we sat just on the back straight this season and I was looking at watching the fireworks going as I was filming them and I didn't realise until I looked back on it some of them were actually bouncing off the roof oh okay no. No. If you watch the video if you watch the video I'll put on, on, that, sounds, on that, doesn't, that sounds a bit yeah. dangerous doesn't yeah. it doesn't sound right <laughs> I don't know whether they had sort of preempted the fact that maybe the crowd was going to be low after last year, so they haven't. You know, they didn't sort of go over the top on the fireworks, but but I think the racing more than made up for it. You know, again, Cardiff, fantastic city. There's there's loads to do there. I mean, you know, I know people who make a whole weekend of it. Mm. I think I think Ben. I mean, Ben has said in the past. You know, he's he's booked weekends to go down there, and he hasn't been yeah. able to do half of the stuff that, of, that he's been able to talking do. Talking to Ben, we'll, we'll yeah, be we are going to speak speaking to, him to him shortly about his. Uh, his little trip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> see if he's still got anything left on his feet. Um, so you might want to address this one, actually, because um, I know it's something that you've, you've spoke about before. Duncan Pemberton said, isn't Tibet time we reverted to what points you score is what are your GP points? A mockery when someone scrapes in with eight but then goes home with double that. Mm. I bet Ty Waffenden wishes he could go home with the points he scored. I, I, I preferred it when you... When every point that you scored in the in the meeting counted towards your tally, because it meant that every point was crucial. Then, even if you couldn't, hmm. if you if you you gone into your last race and you maybe you've only got a point or something, and you, you win and won your last race, those those three points, even though it wouldn't get you into the top eight for the meeting, it could still be crucial come the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a change that was made really unnecessarily. Okay, I mean, I I like the change when, but I can, but. I can see both sides yeah. sides of the story. Uh, Craig Smith says he's seen a few rumours flying about, not only a few, yep. um, that Rye House are looking to return next season. Not sure if you have heard anything. I haven't seen anything on, on Rye House. I saw some I, photographs of the, the place a few weeks ago and it looked, it looked a, a sorry state, really. Mm, um, I, I, I've heard that there's there's been pro- the the application for the housing and everything has been turned down i'd had heard that but as we know with the coventry situation that doesn't, it doesn't mean necessarily anything. mean anything does it uh okay and brian says that sound is a bit on the low side again um yeah craig smee's uh named the couple of riders uh, that uh might be 
the ones that have been suspended, we don't know that. We suspect that, obviously. And yeah. um, if you put two and two together, that would appear to be four. But obviously, yeah, we do have to tread very, very yeah, carefully on to, this. Yeah. We don't want to be uh, yeah. libeling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but however, it, it, it's still not good. Two riders have had a non-negative, as they mm-hmm. put it. Yeah, a positive test mm-hmm. is really what I should say. Um, there'll be more on that later, I suppose. Yep. Uh, Cardiff crowd looked better than I had expected after le- last year's fiasco, says Brian Book, but believe everyone was impressed with some outstanding racing and an excellent presentation. The race I can't comment to the presentation, but the racing was certainly spot on. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was very good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Michael Jukes pointing out that uh, Holder got knocked off in heat four, but still carried on. Very brave. Yep. Very brave. Uh, Simon Pritchford Sheffield got off lightly on Monday only losing 53-37 to the Panthers if Artem started heat 1 Vadim started heat 3 and Bomber didn't have Artem off in heat 10 it could have been a bigger defeat sounded like a, a quite a meeting yeah it did it, yeah <laughs> Craig Smee was impressed with the British GP racing and I'm seriously considering going next season now not been for a few years and lost faith in it watching the debacle last season but this year we got uh, we had a good racing, so to the track staff, thumbs up, and they simply had to get it right. They abs- well, it was simply mm. they they couldn't have afforded to get that. If they'd have got it wrong again, there would have been serious mm. doubts. I think over a future of Cardiff, as it is, of course, they've got a date for twenty twenty four. What happens after that? Who knows? Oh. With Woofie injured, Lagota coming off last night at Peterborough, will he ride again? Rocklaw will have the say, I suppose. Robert Lambert's been brilliant around the Norfolk Arena. He, ha- he has. Uh, the last two meetings took the golden couple from the back last night. <laughs> yep. One of the fastest times yeah. of the season. At yeah. least he's giving the Stars fans... Something to shout about, yeah. absolutely. We could do with something like that down at Birmingham. Um, and maybe we'll get we'll finish with our league campaign with a win tomorrow. It would be nice against Plymouth, but I don't really want to talk about that too much. What I would like to talk about is the um, championship pairs meeting. Yeah. Um, first of all, well done to uh, Glasgow. Yeah, Glasgow. Oh, I, I, I had to had to dig deep for that. Then uh, well done to Glasgow for winning it. There's a lot of talk about. Um, no, I wasn't there. So I can only go by the reports that I've heard. and uh, yeah. But there was a lot of, shall we say, bad press about Troy Batchelor, mm. another Birmingham rider. Um, thoughts? Well, I was talking to somebody at Perry Bar who's quite a prominent figure in Speedway, and he was, he was absolutely scathing mm-hmm. of uh, Troy Batchelor. Um, I think he said something along the lines of... You can tell me who it is after... I felt cheated and I didn't even basically go in. He was absolutely insensible, his performance, he really was. Um, It just hasn't worked, I don't think, from a a Birmingham perspective, and I rather suspect uh, he won't be getting an invite to come back to the club in uh, 2024. will he get an invite from anybody? Well, he certainly hasn't done himself any favours, I don't Mm. think. Um, Admittedly, I don't think he's the only Birmingham rider that won't be getting the club back, but... Not by a long chalk, I don't think. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that later on yeah. in the season. Um, yeah, for the people that don't know, my understanding is that he didn't want to ride. Mm. And he showed his disdain for uh, the paying crowd and so on by 
just turtling around the back pulling wheelies in his first race that's basically what I heard yeah um, as I say I wasn't there but if that is an accurate description should he even be riding for Birmingham tomorrow um well what do you do I mean you know you it's, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one, really, isn't it? Because if that is, you know, it's going to be very interesting to me to see the reaction of the crowd tomorrow. Of the crowd tomorrow. Yeah, it's mm. going to be interesting to see what the crowds like tomorrow. To be fair, because mm. it's against a, it's against a team that have probably had an even worse season than than Birmingham. Um, it's a nothing meeting, really. You know, neither side can can obviously make the top six now. No. Um, but uh, I think it's you know it's it's an opportunity really for Birmingham to finish the season on a on a bit of a high and try and get a, another win. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be the last match because we've got um, a Cradley, yeah, Alan Graham, yeah, Alan Graham uh, Memorial meeting to go on. Um, and I would suggest, given that that's a challenge match, we might not have Troy Bachelor riding at yeah. that one. Who knows? Yeah. A lot, I think, will depend on the reaction from the crowd, such as it'll be tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, speed by shooting itself in the foot once again mm. with that one. Uh, did you want to check up on uh, YouTube while we're Ooh, while yes, we're thinking about it? Of course, mm -hmm. uh, yes. Um, uh, Nick Green said sounds okay with him on YouTube. Darren Reynolds, good evening, chaps. Still think Buffy has a lot to offer the sport, and, and am I the only one who thinks Schmarslick's riding borders on the dangerous to other uh, I've heard this. I've seen before. a few people who've, who've, who've heard this who've said this. I think he, he does ride on the limit occasionally. Um, I think. He's a skilled enough rider to do it. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. I think you, I think it, in to a degree. I mean, any rider that wins a world championship has to, has to have a nasty side about them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got you've got to be to sort of make it to the to the very top. I, can't. I think I, I prefer to set a determined yeah. side about them well, rather than nasty. Prepared, prepared to be ruthless. I think is yeah. probably the, the best sort of yeah. the way to look at it. I can't think of the only world champion I can think of that. Probably didn't have that sort of him was probably Jan Pedersen, um, mm. but I mean he had he had the skill to be able to sort of you know to do it without being able to go to that sort of level. But um, now I mean you look at the likes of Nielsen, the likes of Olsen, the likes of you know, Major, Carson, <laughs> they they were they were if they they, they were you know yeah. Pennell. They were friends to people on on the track, but if if they were in the way, they pushed them out the way. If they, I you mean, know, if they that, that them. whole Carter Pennell thing was a yeah. I mean, mm, I think that probably went a little bit further than uh, yeah. on track rivalry. Did it? I think there were other things in, involved in that, which is probably best not to get into. And no, uh, no. we'll be here for hours if we. Can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheffield again, very poor last night. Wolves should have no problem beating them in the semi final. Do we know who? Then we'll be having in the semi-final. That's it's looking like it's probably going to be Wolves. Mm -hmm. so. Aces should overcome Leicester or Ipswich, setting up Aces-Wolves final. Aces going to be hard to beat for any team over two legs. Yep. Felt sorry for Anders Rowe, who was yeah, flying for Sula. Yeah, really did, he did, absolutely yeah, got it. He was a really, really good ride, and he mm. was very comfortable as well in, in the second place. Mm. And, yeah, unfortunately, that, that happened. But uh, hopefully he'll get a, another chance in, in, in years not to be a rider that not just rides in Grand Prix as a reserve, but maybe as a, as a permanent rider. Who knows? So Brian says the point scoring uh, system at the GPs is nonsensical and I also can't see the point of those numbers that the riders display on the rear of their collars. What purpose do they serve? Uh, it, it's For the riders it's very important yeah. because it's a, it's, um, a tool, it's a marketing tool. Mm -hmm. um, That's why Ty Wuffington has got um, 
He's obviously got his number is 108 because obviously mm. that's his Twitter handle as well. So yeah, so, so. It's, it's predominantly choose. I mean, I, personally, I would I would prefer them to have number, number one to number 15, but this is the way they uh, they want to go. Alan Appleton's not enjoying the program. No, bye bye then. Said, you, this, you don't have to listen to this. It's not. Um, he said it's yeah. very boring. Yeah. I don't know whether he's pointing the finger at you or Matt or, <laughs> but well, he, he's, he's bored yeah. he's bored basically okay yeah. well sorry about that yeah. uh, John Bird said something I can't okay. see what he said there you go heard this a few times now Peterborough are moving to Rye House but also seen Peterborough Arena with housing application got problems with the council well I've noticed in recent weeks there's now a, um, a petition being put up to try and stop it from happening which seems a bit late in the day because mm. it's been ongoing for nearly a year um i had to look at the number of signatures on there and there's there's not that many so mm. there just seems to be a bit of apathy really about it at the moment but do um, we have a, a, a an address for that we can put up yeah we um, can put it up on the uh, on the chat can't we yeah uh, yes, my BSN never showed him. This is talking about uh, Troy Bachelor, of course. But the commentator said, "What is he's doing wheelies? For, what is he doing wheelies mm. for?" Mm. That's a reply to. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not 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 happening apparently uh, no. for the Peterborough thing. Uh, John Bulmer and the British Under Nineteens restaging. Mm. I, yeah, somebody might need to help me. Well, there's a few that's comments. That's the under 19 yeah. mm. that was run at Birmingham, wasn't it? And mm. it was. Uh, oh yeah, we got that's going to be restaged, of course. Yes. So that's going to be another that's day. That's another, another date. Yeah. Uh, okay, Fred Grant. Thanks, guys, for mentioning Glasgow winning the pairs on the BSN coverage. It was mentioned about the lack of effort from Troy Batchelor. Uh, shout out should be given to young Max Perry winning a heat for Plymouth and showing the correct attitude, even though. Even Seymour. though Seymour, who is this Seymour? <laughs> Even though track was difficult to start with. Okay. Uh, John Stutley, not happy. We paid £100 for a good seat, the four of us at Cardiff, only to find out that people who paid £20 and £25 were seated in the yeah. same place or better seats than us to make it look like there were lots of people for TV. Feel like we was ripped off. I don't know whether they were doing that as a, as a bit of a panic thing to sort of condense the crowd mm. in a bit more because of the, uh, mm. the lower numbers, so... But yeah, that's what that's what happens. <laughs> Does that? Dave Twine said, "I listened to Peterborough versus Sheffield last night, and one commentator asked the other what British team has Schmarschlik as an asset." Had to have a laugh. <laughs> is he is he still a? He's not. No, he never became a Burnley. No. He didn't ride for enough meetings for us to be an one, asset. Was it yeah. one he rode or two? One, 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 one and a half, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, is Birmingham to close end of this season or next? What's happening with planned redevelopment? I don't think we're closing this season or next mm. from reading what's been said. Yeah. Um, I only know that there are plans um, f for us to move somewhere. I don't know where that somewhere is or even if anybody knows where that somewhere is, but I know that um, Nigel Toll is looking. Um, he's been very open about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not sure if you've heard SCB have released a statement. Yes, we've, have, yeah. we've been we've actually read that out earlier. Uh, uh, planning permission. There we go. No planning application has been submitted for Perry Bar as yet. The leaseholders have had discussions with the council, but that's all at this point. I think the council got other things on the mind at the moment, haven't they? So, 
Yeah. yeah. Rich Thomas says Batch has been like that for years, never puts a great amount of effort if he misses the gate. My understanding is that he didn't even try to make the gate in this particular instance. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, I have to reiterate that. Okay. So we should have a look at actually. Uh, oh, I, we've got Ben Clifton coming on in three yeah. minutes, so we'll actually yeah. um, we might as well go straight to that next. We won't have time to do what I was about yeah, to to suggest. Um, we could have a look at who we've got in um, the playoffs for each of the leagues, because it's pretty settled now, isn't it? Uh, obviously the, the you knew where I was spot. going with that, didn't you? Yeah. I could see you desperately typing on your computer. Mm-hmm. So, where are we starting? Well, the Premier League is obviously... Well, by the way, what I've done, I've uh, just sent the, uh, the link for the Peterborough petition to okay. us on. It's there, so... So in the Premier League, obviously, there's a Bellevue. Okay, so Bellevue, they are there. Obviously, 44 yeah. points from 24. Wolves, of course, there. 37 from 22, so two matches left both mm-hmm. away. And then we've got Sheffield, 35 from 23. Ipswich, 34 from 24. And Leicester, 34 from 23. So let's have a look at what each team have got in terms of uh, matches. So Ipswich have got uh, no matches left, of course, as we know. Mm-hmm. So Leicester, they have got to go to Peterborough. That, of course, is going to be on uh, Thursday. Of course, Wolves also at Peterborough as well, but that match is obviously going to be, you know, you know, not relevant because Peterborough because uh, Wolves obviously already there. Yeah. And we've got Sheffield out uh, home to Wolves on uh, Thursday as well. So Sheffield and Peterborough both and Leicester both still with matches left. Of course, Leicester have got to go to Peterborough. They've got a sizable lead. Uh, I think we can say that the top three are there, can't we? Yeah, I think so. It's um, just, it's just, it's just the fourth one. It's Ipswich or Leicester, and if Leicester get that aggregate point which you would have to I'd, say yeah, they'd have to perform pretty badly not to yeah I would, I would put, I think Leicester now are, with that with that result on, on Monday I think they are um, in the box seat to get okay, that and the championship obviously is we've got Poole are up there Poole 32 Oxford 30 Glasgow 26 Redcar 23 uh, Scunthorpe 20 so that's the top 5 and then there's a Bit of a gap to the rest of the team. Edinburgh on nine points from thirteen, so they've got nine points and they can still get. They need to address this, don't they? Yeah. Next it's, year, it's, that, getting... it's terrible that that you've got one, two, you've got that big gap between mm. fifth place and sixth, and sixth makes the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's needs to be. I think a, that producer wants us to. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just. I'm not going to rush you around. I think he was just saying hello. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I am I to understand we have Ben on the phone? Evening, gents. How are we doing? Good evening. Hello, how, are you, how, are you, how, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly well, to be honest. <laughs> so tell us, um, well, obviously the most important thing, I guess, is how, how much money did you raise? Um, as, as a moment, we're just over £3,000, which well, is obviously a long way off oh, what we hoped to get, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's still a sizable total. So it's a big amount. Um, but, massive. But people can still donate. Absolutely. They're just, uh, they're just giving pages still open and um, all the details can be found through the Facebook page. Um, Charlie's also in the process of sorting out an after party. Um, we've got various bits and bobs that we can raffle off. Um, the riders have given us prior to the event and whatnot. So he's got some bands involved in that. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to announce some details around that in the next week or so. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
Can you remind everybody where, where all the money's going to? So it's going three ways. Um, the first charity, obviously the Speedway-related one, is the uh, Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund. Um, the second one is Mines, and that's actually for Mines South Kent, because it's uh, the localist one for me. Um, and obviously, you know, there's, there's uh, the, the mental health issues that the Speedway Riders have faced over recent years. Um, that's another, also a very relevant charity. And the third one is Macmillan Cancer Support. Um, and again, if you know anybody, or if you if you don't know anybody that's been affected by cancer, then you, you're a lottery winner in my eyes. So, um, yeah, three really important important charities. Okay, fantastic. Tell us about how it all went. Um, well, it's very different stories between mine and myself and Charlie's, to be fair, yeah. because uh, Charlie got um, such awful blisters right at the very early stages that honestly um, I, I, I honestly put my hands up and say I don't think I would have been able to complete the walk if I'd have had the injuries that Charlie was carrying from day one um, he's basically got no bottoms of his feet left well, um, it, 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 honestly and uh, <laughs> I don't want to hopefully most people have finished their dinners by now but um, the, 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 the smell of when he was squeezing fluid out of his feet was just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you have to go there didn't you honestly I will never see Charlie he can have the best perfume on in the world and uh, I'm still going to have that smell memory I'm sure yeah and you've given it all, all of us thank you very much for that at <laughs> <laughs> least I could do yeah. no honestly it was um, I, I, I genuinely set off thinking I'm just going for a like I don't want to make it too flippant, but I, I thought it's walking. How hard is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, you do thirty miles in a day, and it's God blimey, this is this is hard work. But when you get up in the morning again at sort of six o'clock in the morning, and then got to do another thirty miles on top, um, when you see these challenges like the um, like the sports relief and the things where people, you know, whether they they cycle or walk or boat or do whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. and they say about the emotional journey they've been on and the highs and the lows and everything like that I've always thought well, what, what's that about you know you know what you signed up for you've only been riding a bike up a road or you've been doing this that and the other honestly my mindset is completely different now because there was times where you couldn't have dragged me off the floor emotionally and there was other times where I was just crying through you know elation almost it was, mm. it was, it was a real extreme of emotions that I never ever ever expected it to be and did you get to get on the track no, oh, that's no, no. Unfortunately, we're uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're nobody's was kind of what the uh, implication was from the speedway authorities. Yeah. Um, but Monster Joe stepped in, and uh, so we finished on the rig. And uh, so Charlie was most happy that he managed to finish with um, a group of Monster Girls. Um, <laughs> and so he, he was he was he was absolutely over the moon with that. That was well, it, it was worth the walk for him. <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, no. It was uh, unfortunately we didn't get to go on there, and that um, it's sort of a bit of a strange, strange story with the uh, the speedway world because all of the, the the smaller parties, the riders, and bits like that couldn't have been more supportive. All the clubs have been sharing our stuff and mm-hmm. um, really getting involved. But actually, when you got to the the top level, um, obviously Chris Morton was doing it for the same cause, so that's fantastic. Everything he's raised is uh, also going to the benefit of speedway riders. But it, it, it did did have a little bit of uh, a feeling of that actually. A couple of old boys from Kent that nobody knows. It, it, it wasn't all that important to some people. So, um, you know, that is what it is, isn't it? You know, mm. the money's still going to the right people. Exactly. Um, it, it's going to help yeah. some people. So, um, it was never done for myself or Charlie's ego. It was just we felt that the exposure for our charities wasn't there, that it was for other people, sort of thing. Mm. But um, as we say, 
um, what we had a we had a conversation with um, Chessel Radio. We're very very supportive, and actually dedicated a whole six hour show to us, which wow, is slightly surreal. Like um, but they had a uh, a guy that called in that um, been suffering with mental health issues, and actually, while following our journey on all their updates and everything like that, he actually went and sought help. So um, even if we didn't raise a penny. The potential absolutely. is there that we actually might have saved someone's life, which yeah. you know that was absolutely. one of the times when I was very, very emotional after that conversation. I can, I can honestly, you know, it's, it, it, it completely changes what you're doing it for mm. and why you're doing it. Ben, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to ask one question. I mean, what, why? <laughs> what, what was what was the prompt? What made you think uh, uh, I've got? To, I've got to, there's something I've got to do here. It's, uh, I always, you know. Speedway's one of those sports where you, you you know as a spectator you're always taken out you know um, I very very rarely put anything back in and I said to Charlie as we were going down to Cardiff last year that I'd really like to do something to, to put back into the sport and um, yeah I think I jokingly said we'll walk to Cardiff next year and uh, like Charlie being Charlie just point blank went yeah okay then yeah. and I was like oh and from there it's kind of you know, over the months, it was getting closer and closer, and then all of a sudden, I'm stood there for the first mile in a pair of underpants, walking a mile <laughs> up <laughs> away from Ashford United Football Club. Um, so, I mean, some of the challenges. That's another image I didn't want. Well, 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 that's two really bad images I've got now. <laughs> so, what, what, what sort of what sort of average mileage per day did you do, Ben? <laughs> well, um, it was averaging just over thirty in the end. Because um, we did take a couple of longer routes um, just to avoid main roads where we could. Mm-hmm. There's so many A roads and B roads that obviously have got no, not have they only not got footpaths, but there's no uh, verge or anything like that. So you're really in the life of artic- articulated lorries coming yeah. towards you and that. So um, one day I was meant to be heading, well, was meant to be heading um, northwest. And actually, was heading southwest for 22 <laughs> miles just because it was a nice walk along the River Avon and was avoiding walking along the A4. Um, it also yeah. then when we had country lanes uphill for the last 10, 12 miles, which was 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 pretty horrendous to be honest. Um, but um, like, so if, if you if you put into Google Maps, for example, that you want to walk 30 miles, it will tell you you can do that in depending on the, the, the terrain and that between sort of nine nine hours 50 and 10 hours 20, mm-hmm. which is great for the first mile or two that you're walking. Mm-hmm. You can keep to that pace. But once you've done sort of three, four hours of walking, your pace almost halves at least. So then that uh, 30 mile stint is taking 14, 15 hours. And so that's literally all day long, one foot in front of the other. And, you know, as much as the physical challenge, it's the boredom as well. You're literally just, for you know, for, for, for a lot of people, that would be two working shifts, mm, yeah. all done in one go, no tea break, just plodding on, like, like two, two old men just, limping up the road at stages it would have been so you know we got a few toots and that and uh, that along the way and um, quite a few smiles and smirks in the later stages of it because it one thing my nan always used to say to me was about picking up my shoes well she would have absolutely hated the last two days of that walk because <laughs> I was almost ice skating along right, I mean, I mean what, I, what I have to say is um if you decide to do this or something similar next year, please don't call me. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> sounds horrendous. I'm, I'm already looking to booking trains up at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but well done. Did you get to watch the GP? Yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah, and uh, my uh, three and four year old went down for their first Grand Prix as well, oh. and um, a friend of ours managed to sort out tickets so I could sit with them. So um, yeah, that was fantastic. You know, it was, uh, 
and they watched that, you know, sometimes with the little kids, they get bored and that. Mm. They watched every single race, absolutely, all the way to the end and blowing their horns all the way through. And <laughs> yeah. it's brilliant. It was a good GP, I think. It was the best one I've been to there. And I would argue it's possibly the best one I've been to anywhere. I've been to right. Warsaw a couple of times and a couple of others. And I would say, you know, there was overtaking from heat one. Exactly. When does that happen, even on the Polish tracks? Oh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just a shame we weren't a British winner to top it off but you know there was Close. there was enough good racing and and that and yeah. I, like I say poor old Anders how, how, yeah. how excellent would that have been for him to come in with two points it would have um, been yeah it would have been fantastic and it gives but, it, that, and that would have given other young riders of the same you know the sort of the juniors in in the league still it would have given yeah. him that thing actually it's a step up but yeah. on my day I can compete with these boys I would imagine that when he looks back on it, Anders Rowe will still have that because he did compete. He was there. He was comfortable in that second place. So that it was keeping Jack Cold honest. You know, it looked like he was going out in the dirt to try and you know, it looked like he was actually going to have a go at trying to win the race. Mm. And and that's what that's what you need for my youngsters, isn't it? So I mean, too often often you hear him say about oh, it's all about getting experience and that. But actually, go out and try and win something. Yeah, exactly. You've got the ability. You've got the ability. You've got the knowledge. There's something in your head that's just saying actually competing is good enough. Go out there and win it. Get the experience of being at f- in the front. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's had that experience. I mean, we've had we've had Anders Rowe on, on this program, and and it's a great yeah great. You also fired him once, haven't yeah. you? I was just about yeah, to say, I was yeah, just about to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we, we thought we forgot about that. That was the greatest time to find before Saturday. That was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, well, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I can also say I um I, I had a few drinks on Friday night and I actually met um the owner of Birmingham Speedway and um okay. we sat there for a good sort of forty five minutes and I actually really genuinely feared for the future of Birmingham Speedway mm-hmm. and now if I was a having had the conversation with him I'm really excited for the future of your club so I'm oh, really uh, that's nice to hear thank you that's yeah. and uh, what a genuine bloke what a really really lovely bloke he is yes he so is open yeah. and honest yeah. and. Uh, I mean, we probably smoked too many cigarettes out in the smoking area, but we was out there putting the world to rights and everything. It was, you know, I, honestly, it was, I've never met him before, and he had all the time in the world for me. So, um, you know, it, it was it was really. You no, know, sometimes you have a conversation that you're not expecting to have, and you yeah. come away mm-hmm. with a real big smile on your face. That yeah. was genuinely one of them. He's, so. a, he's a genuine guy, Ben. I mean, obviously, we've all obviously you know, been lucky enough to to meet him. So, and uh, I think, I mean, obviously, my club's obviously got you know. Doubts over it, as we know, but um, or Matt, or, well, certainly no chance for next year. But hopefully, Nigel can keep um, Speedway flying in the West Midlands by keeping Birmingham going. Absolutely, yeah. it needs. It. If you, you look a few years ago, it was the, the, the heartbeat of British Speedway, and all of a sudden, it's, it's the heartbeat's been ripped clean out, hasn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. no heart. <laughs> There is no heart. Yeah, well, that that's great. That is. Thanks for sharing that, and I will uh, pass on your comments to him when I see him tomorrow. Um, he's your love child. Isn't he? He's my love yeah. child. <laughs> They're brothers. Never, they've never, they've never been seen in the same room no, together. No, just no, no, spooky, <laughs> yeah, scary. In the hall of mirrors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying no, nothing. No, no. Right. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Ben. All the best, mate. Um, oh, and, thanks and, for having me again. And, and really, oh, really well done. I just want to put this out there, though. There is no way we're doing a six-hour show. Yeah. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Lightweight. No, no. With, with, with these two, you're joking. Huh? Right. Cheers, mate. You, you take Cheers, care. You, and go, well done, go, and look, go and look after your feet. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> take care, Cheers, man. Take care. Bye bye. Right. Well, um, there is a meeting going on. There is. 
there's actually two meetings going on. Of okay. course, there's Oxford Scunthorpe as well. But at Plymouth, it is currently 33 apiece after hit number 11. So that one's on a knife edge. And at Oxford, it is Oxford 26, Scunthorpe 16. And that is after okay. hit number 7. So that one going through a little bit uh, on a, at a slower pace. but Absolutely. Well, um, I guess it's that time of the night. It is, it certainly uh, when is. When we um, look at how many fantastic points I've scored in the <laughs> Nigel Pearson yeah. Prediction League. A bit I, easier to read this week because there wasn't as many fixtures. So. Yeah, yeah. Did, did, did you see I got that right that time? Yeah. You just spoke over Nigel Pearson Prediction League. I've got it right. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. I still couldn't be further from the bottom unless Tom died. <laughs> Uh, where are you? Oh, you're 24th. Yeah. There you go. 132 uh, points, and I'm on 100. Can, can, I, just, can I just say it? I'm I mean, on 106. I'm on 106 birds. It, 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 yeah, okay. It, it, it's quite good to see 25 active members of this when we started. It was about 10, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's a bit of fun. Come yeah, on. exactly. Exactly. At least you, Bear, can say that you're the best tipster in your family. So. <laughs> I can't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. He's, the question is, is Simon Corbett going to win the, the damn trick. thing again? Patrick. Well, yeah, you don't need to ask him his address because you already know it, don't <laughs> you? <so. laughs> We're family friends now. <laughs> There's still a long way to go and it's, you know... You it's, know what he's going to say? Do I get something special for winning? That's what he's going to say, isn't it? Do you know what the answer is? No. 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 That's the answer. So I didn't know what the answer was. That's right. <laughs> He's banned from playing it next year. Is that yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It. yeah. Okay, so shall we go for it then? Okay. Uh, Chris to go first. Okay, first one up is tomorrow night in the NDL, Oxford against Kent. Uh, Oxford by four. Actually, that's a fairly good shout, Oxford by four. <laughs> Pluck that one out. Oxford by ten. There you go. Okay. You're saying the same as, as him? Yes, yeah, okay, four, yeah. I All went right. with four, yeah. All right. Okay. Next up is Edinburgh against Poole. Okay. This is um, a league meeting. It is, yeah. And uh, this is a possible possible final. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and it's up to me. I'm going to say... What am I talking about? I always keep getting Edinburgh and Glasgow mixed up, and I'm very sorry to both of those teams. And I know that that is really, really... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be so shot. I'm going to be yeah. shot, aren't I? You have to sell a bit of kilt tomorrow. There's <laughs> yeah. a punishment. So, so that now that I've worked that out, that changes the complexion of what, what I'm going to say here. Yeah. So pull by 12. Pull by 10. Pull by 14. Okay, next up is Birmingham against Plymouth in the Championship. Very important match for... Yep. The return of James Pearson, of course. No, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting. And Mr Thompson as well. Yep. Yeah. And we've got a little changed lineup because... Um, who's now moved down to reserve. I've forgotten now. Oh, well, I've been really following this, as you can tell. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. taking an interest. Um, so, yeah, it's up to you, Matt. Birmingham by four. I'll go Birmingham by eight. I'm going to say a draw. I have no confidence in this team at all. OK, then next up, 
is Peterborough against Leicester. Crucial match for the Lions. Do, 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 do. It's up to you, Peter, Chris. Sorry. Oh, sorry, who was it again? You, you Chris. Which team? Peterborough Peter. versus Leicester. Very, very, very... <laughs> you've got to get this right. OK, then. Peterborough by six. Leicester would take that. Peterborough by ten. Hold okay. on. God. Hold on. You did, you say, you did speak? Peterborough by six as well. Peterborough by ten. OK. OK. There we go. Sheffield against Wolves is the next one. And that's up to me. Sheffield by four. Sheffield by ten. Sheffield by twelve. Nobody's very confident in in. Uh, mm. okay. I think you take a loss by four, though, wouldn't yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Friday, Edinburgh against Plymouth in the Championship. Uh, and this is up to you, Matt. Edinburgh by ten, which I believe would confirm their uh, top six spot. Mm -hmm. Edinburgh by 8 I want to say Plymouth by 20 but um, Edinburgh by 12 OK next up is in the, here we go into the NDL it's Bellevue against Leicester and it's, it's up to Chris yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bellevue by 4 Bellevue by 10 I'll say Bellevue by 10 as well OK next up in the championship Glasgow against Oxford like uh, Glasgow by eight. Glasgow by twelve. Glasgow by ten. Right Just goes straight out in the middle there. Okay, next up, Scunthorpe against Berwick. Uh, and that's up to you, Matt. Scunthorpe by twenty. Scunthorpe by eighteen. Uh, I'm going to sky Scunthorpe by twenty as well. Okay. Next up, the second one of the of a double header at Edinburgh. Edinburgh against Birmingham. Ooh, that's looks amazing, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yep. Edinburgh by ten. Edinburgh by ten. Edinburgh by twelve. Okay. Next up in the NDL, Leicester against Workington. Uh, that's to me, isn't it? Yep. Uh, is this the NDL, did you say? Yes. Of course it is, it's Workington. I'm going to say Leicester by 10. Leicester by 14. Oh, Leicester by 12. Okay, next up in the Championship, Berwick against Plymouth. Uh, is that to me? Is it? Yep. No. No. It's Matt. Matt <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Berwick by 20. Berwick by 16. Berwick by 8. Okay. Then we've got the uh, second leg of the NDL Knockout Cup semi-final. Leicester against Workington. That's uh, up to me, isn't it? Leicester it by is. 6. Leicester by 10. It's a mic. <laughs> Give me time to think. <laughs> You haven't got time Leicester by six. I can't give you time to think we'll be here all afternoon. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See the cogs moving. <laughs> okay, next up in the uh, NDL, Kent against Edinburgh Academy. And now it's up to Mike. Uh, Kent by ten. Kent by six. I'll go Kent by eight down the middle. 
Okay, also on Sunday in the NDL, Mildenhall against Workington. Up to Matt. Mildenhall by 16. Mildenhall by 20. Mildenhall by 12. Okay, in the Championship, Redcar against Glasgow. Glasgow by 4. Uh, Glasgow by 2. Red car by four. It's going to be a tad close one. Yep. Okay, then on Monday, Peterborough against Wolves. Uh, it's at some Mike. Mm. Peterborough by four. Peterborough by ten. Peterborough by eight. Okay, and then finally on Monday, we've got the first leg of the Premiership Knockout Cup final, Sheffield against Ipswich. Yeah, it's up to uh, you, Matt. Ipswich by four. Ipswich by ten. Draw. Although it says it was an interesting second leg. Mm. Of course, Ipswich, I think, now obviously, it looks like they are going to miss out on the top four, so. This will be, be their. That'll be the consolation prize yeah. if they can win the Knockout Cup, so. Mm. Okay. Okay, and that concludes. 30, 36 apiece at um, Plymouth against uh, Berwick and meanwhile at Oxford it's now Oxford 31 Scunthorpe 29 so Scunthorpe staging a bit of a fight back in that one they've had 8-9 uh, eight, eight, and 10 they've picked up a 5-1 and 2-4-2 two, two, so Scunthorpe right back in it Duncan Pemberton has um Got an interesting question. Uh, is Chris Bummer Harris going to be allowed a winner's medal for whoever wins the leagues, as he has represented about every team this season in just about every league? Well, Jimmy Nielsen guested in the um, knockout cup final in '89 for Wolves and for in the in I think it was Wolves in the first, I think Crowley in the second, and he actually got a winner's and loser's medal. <laughs> no, in the same final. this was this was, well, not, that, this was, that was 1989. A, so that was a question. Was, that, was, that was a question you should have uh, yeah. you should have posed that. This sport is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is, only in Speedway. No, only in Speedway. No um, just before we do do go, which is in four minutes, um, we've got some good news and we've got some bad news, haven't we, over the next uh, few weeks? Okay. So we're off. Not next There's week. There's no show. There is next week. There's, after next week. After next week, okay. After next yeah, week. So next week worried. is the last show. For, for about few, three for, weeks, for we about three think. Three weeks. Yeah. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk more, more about that yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, also, we was going to ask, ask our listener, we had a question to ask them. You, you? F- you forgot this, so I'll yeah, have you. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are considering doing an outside broadcast. Of course, yeah. 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 We would like to know, would anybody up for it? I mean, what what are people's views? Do they think it would work? And would, they come? Got to work. Yeah, would they come, basically? We've got, yeah. we've got to think about locations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be pretty central. So, But if anybody's up for it and they think it would work... Possibly to start of the next season, mm. we're thinking about it. And, and we'll look at yeah. guests and so on um, for it. But yeah. Just yeah. In, in a pub, you know, relaxed atmosphere, same sort of thing. But... With an audience, yeah, with an audience. So, if you, yeah, we, we'd quite like to do that. But so, yeah. is, is there an appetite for it? Would what do you reckon? Let us know. Yeah. Postcards and all the rest of it. Yeah, they can throw things out of somewhere. Yeah. They can buy us a drink as well. Mm. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> These are Speedway fans. <laughs> 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 
So, yeah, uh, that was that. Um, and this is this. Mm-hmm. Berica 3938 up at the moment. So that's a tight old match. Mm-hmm. Mick Scotton says, good evening. We're just as we're about to say goodbye. <laughs> Uh, there was something about the uh, why don't you do outside broadcast around several tracks in the UK maybe I mean that is a possibility we'd need to talk to different tracks you and need see. to meet promoters on yeah. that wouldn't you yeah. we'd allow you to do it so. yeah. and, and, and also we need a really decent internet connection as well so yeah. Um, yeah. Fred Ground great to hear a few more positive stories around Speedway good crowd crowds around all tracks recently especially Wolves and Peterborough shows there are people out there that love our sport thanks Mike for getting Glasgow and the Monarchs from Edinburgh mixed up <laughs> I'm so sorry God. just like we get Midlands clubs that confuse the Birmingham Wolves and the Leicester Bryans and the Wolverhampton Lions yeah we deserve oh, I deserve that uh, keep banging the drums uh, love the show you're more than welcome I mean you're not bored <laughs> Pete Clark says he's missed the show tonight is still at the track laying sheets. Only four volunteers tonight. Ouch. Oh, so it's not he's not so it's not one sheet. <laughs> ben says he's up for it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hurry up, lads, they're dwindling. Okay. Well the tracks do, do. <laughs> yeah. Well they are yeah, they are as stupid as it sounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We we won't be doing one at Wolverhampton next year, unfortunately. Yeah. But Hopefully, hopefully over the, cl- the close well, season, we'll get some. Well, to make a doing, so. Well, there is that. That's yeah, all we so. need—a pub and a beer. Yeah. That's all we need. So okay, well, um, with that, I guess it's time for us to say toodaloo. Okay. Um, I joked about not being interested in Birmingham, uh, Plymouth tomorrow, but I will be there. I'd like to see as many of you as can make it to be there I've no idea what I'm going to do when Troy Batchelor makes the track probably nothing because that's the safest bet however everybody enjoy your speedway while you still got it and we'll see you next week adios good night good night